What's going on everybody? Another episode of Four Transplants and a Microphone. We're coming to you live from the White Water Center today. We'll explain more all about that in a minute. Very, very cool place. Today it is just the regular Four Transplants. We've got an interesting topic today that I'm gonna let Brandon introduce in a minute. <laughs> but real quick, we'll do some just intro, get in the habit of that. This has been Jack Tompkins with Pineapple Consulting Firm. Uh, Brian Johnson, Maine and Johnson. Brandon with Superior Data Solutions. Russell Hughes with Hughes Realty Advisors. Excellent, so Brandon. Yeah. All right. Take us off. So the topic is, it's the end of the quarter, and I know everyone gets these calls as a business owner, salespeople galore, and my LinkedIn inbox is jam-packed with people who want to connect, and immediately when you hit, yes, there's an auto response that fast, yep. hey, how can I help you with blah, blah, I'm okay kind of with those, but I got one yesterday that kind of pissed me off a little. And it was, hey, I'd like to add you to my network. And he was some kind of uh, wealth management and blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay. I said, so what, in what capacity? The, e or the response back, well, in the capacity that I'm a wealth manager and I wanted to see if I could help you with doing this. I was like, that is nothing is what you <laughs> said. And I was like, that approach, I'm curious. And you being in, or Brian being in sales and all of a sudden kind of in an indirect sale. Has that ever worked for anybody ever? Like. And if you get a customer out of it, is it a kind of customer you would expect to keep or? It, it does work, but yeah. it, it only works from this one standpoint. That probably goes out to a thousand people a right. day or it's a week or whatever. Yep. And if you get one person, then it, in your mind, it's, it's so it's no different in the end as the person that it's we might have spent in the end. five different you know, <laughs> happy hour times with before somebody buys. Right. But they get that one person off of that one message. Yeah, and I know I've heard the, you know, it's always yes until it's no, which is also creepy. <laughs> yeah, that's actually, wow. Yeah. By the way, for, for everyone out there, all the young boys out there listening to us, this does not apply to women. <laughs> yeah, it's always yes until you get a no. I, I've heard all of it. You don't believe in what you're selling. I've heard of all of it, and it's just like, I don't know. To me, and I know when you're in sales, it's just strictly a numbers game. The more times you throw it out there, the chances of it hitting, you're increasing your odds. Well, especially in that business. I mean, like I will, if there's some significant change, like during COVID, like when I felt like there was a significant inflection in the market where people who are in office, who were like thinking, I got to get rid of my office. And I felt like that would be the exact opposite of what they should do. I did craft a little, a little message, but I went through my entire network on LinkedIn page by page and clicked on the people that I felt that it would be applicable to. And it probably went out to 400 people, but it was actually useful information. If I were a financial advisor, I mean, I feel bad for those guys. I mean, that is brutal well, business, especially in a Charlotte, not like Charlotte where everyone's in friggin' banking. Your message though went out to 400 people that you were previously connected with. Correct. Brandon's talking. Yeah, like, this is like yeah, a new solicitation. Yeah. And, and I've I mean, done the, that too. Uh, like uh, under had, the guise of, I want to add you, being the way his business was structured under the guise of I want to add you to my network of people right. as a kind of asset to be able to offer to other clients, not trying to sell something to me direct. I, I had that on LinkedIn once, the LinkedIn Pro, but I explicitly wrote a message that said, this is why I'm reaching out to you. This is what I think I bring to the table. And this is why I want to add you to my contacts. So I think the duplicitous BS statement, things that you're describing, is just a way to piss someone off. Is it duplicitous? Is that a tall boy? <laughs> you twice as much beer in one container? 
placidus. Not just the one placidus. <laughs> no, yes. Right. It's sing, not one placidus. It's duplicitous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but if you're... It's more of a, a boot. It's <laughs> yes. one of those double boots. Yeah. Right. And if the you're left and right foot. <laughs> and if you're connecting under that pretense of when you send that message out and you're going to connect with somebody, this is how I think I can help you, blah, blah, blah. You already know that's why the connection's being approached. These are like... Hey, I'd like to connect with you, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like a total 180 on you. Yeah, yeah. Well, one, one of the things that we, like, not just what I do now, but even, you know, kind of when you learn about, like, sales styles and stuff like that, you essentially, there's, there's a couple things, but you've got your price buyers, you've got your relational buyers, and you've got your transactional buyers. They're looking for the transactional people. Because you can already tell, like, in our businesses now, we invest time before the sale because our intention is we're building a relationship that goes well beyond the sale. Mm -hmm. They're not necessarily, like to them, that person will go up or down the list depending on how much they spend and that's it. Yeah. yeah. And whatever their wealth. Well, they're also is. just hoping like, like crazy that your financial advisor on that day or the day before pissed you off in some super meaningful way that you actually want to have that conversation. And. And it'd be a miracle. So, so for it's kind of like but dating sites then. You know, is. you get in a fight with your wife, and then all of a sudden, I'm just kidding. I mean, I, I, but like, what? I, yeah. <laughs> I've had people like say, yeah, my best friend's my broker. And I'm like, listen, if you ever find him in bed with your wife, call me. <laughs> I've, so there's a there's a thing on this topic that's going around LinkedIn. It's this like cartoon picture. It's a men's room. There's like 20 urinals all kind of like next to each other. There's one guy going to the bathroom at one of the urinals. And then it has a picture of a guy walking in that's a new LinkedIn connection. All 20 urinals are empty except for that one. And he picks the one directly next oh, yeah. to you. He yeah. says, hi, I'd like to add you to my network. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Well, and my phone snapped a picture. I'm sorry. Yeah. And the, the, the weirdest thing about oh, it is got bad. financial advisors are the least that I get, I get them all from web designers. Yeah. Web oh, designers yeah. and right. SEO. Right. And I'm thinking, the first thing I'm thinking in my head, if you're so good at SEO, why are you trying to connect with me on LinkedIn and sell me that way? Shouldn't your SEO just be kicking ass and drawing in but, but, so many automatic? I get lead even, generators like crazy. Yeah, those but two. But think about it too, though. If let's, let's say it's from the other side. So you're working for the company or you're the person that sent the message. Who are you attracting? the people that could be swayed to switch business over a message. Right. So right. you're going to have to live with those as your customers too. Yeah, and I feel like that particular business, not that I have personal experience with it, yeah. it's a revolving door of it didn't work, so let's go try something well, right. else. With right. the opposite being wealth managers, it's typically you're in this for the long haul. That's yeah. Their model is not based on, I mean, unless they're literally investing for you for a quick turnaround, wealth managers are typically about like building wealth not or building flipping. relationships because you're in well, their yeah. life right very deep right <laughs> it's like i mean i think we all know gary fry and, and gary's got like forty-two thousand linkedin connections i'm gonna make it forty-two thousand and one here oh you wow. should wow. you should uh, if you don't know gary you, you should definitely hook him up on, on linkedin he actually dude. puts puts out great great material and he's a fantastic person but like typically you you look through your you're, you're trying to connect with someone and you're like, they come up as a second connection. You're all excited and you see who it is and it's Gary. And you're like, gosh, that, that is pointless. There's no way in hell Gary knows this person. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, it is a numbers game, but yeah, I mean, in an ideal world, you, you want to have some formal relationship with someone or else they're just going to jump ship. And who the hell invests with some random guy off friggin' LinkedIn either? 
Yeah, it's just, I don't know, like I said, the style of it, I just, I question how often it works and I get it. I mean, if you're talking about robo-dialing or calling someone, you know, cold calling, I guess it's a path of least resistance, but I feel at least cold calling, someone's putting some effort into it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. They didn't just AI run thing. a search list and go connect, 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 connect. Right. And you know, this isn't like been always been on LinkedIn type thing. This is more it's, recent. It's COVID. Well, yeah. it's COVID, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't even cold call a lot of people. I mean, you didn't, they weren't in their office and unless you knew their cell phone, you couldn't cold call them. So then, then LinkedIn like blew up See, in June of 20. The yeah. ones that always baffle me a little bit are like, I'll get, and not often, but occasionally I'll just have a connection request. And it's rarely ever followed with a message, which is the part I think is baffling. It's like a uh, business intern at, you know, Duke University. And, and I'm expecting like, hey, we're, you know, I'm a student here. I'd like to ask you some questions about, con- huh, it's just like adding a contact. And it's like, Okay, but you're your, I just I just thought there'd be more to customers. It's actually a Russian are. bot. You're now part of the war effort. Yeah, congratulations. No, I, I've uh, gotten a few. The crypto's the other one I get all the time. Yeah, yeah I never get those. I, I just yeah. YouTube ton. sucks because like there's a bunch of crypto channels that I follow that are really great, and they've gotten to the point where like they have to proceed their content with anyone other than every the accounts you see in below are a scam. Like yeah. you you make an you make a comment and within, to your point, within seconds, there's a response, hit me up on WhatsApp. And it's like, no, how about I don't? Right. I don't get a lot of them anymore. I stopped responding and I don't think that like influences the algorithm or anything, but if I don't know the connection, I typically don't accept it. Yeah. Well, what I started doing to give the benefit of the doubt, normally I know I'm the exception. If someone calls the office and they want to talk about a product or what, I'll give them a few minutes as long as they sound coherent and you know if they're trying to sell something they're just doing a job and hey they might have something i need so good to okay. know i'm calling yeah. you tomorrow to talk about your right. lease yeah <laughs> i don't and have your car's one. warranty i don't have well, one. my car's warranty, <laughs> your car's warranty. <laughs> my god it's like people i i get it my my truck's been out of warranty for 10 years i get them on new let cars. it go when i buy a new car i get a call let it go <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, so salespeople, I'll give them a shot, especially if they're in a, you know, product I've heard of or known or something like that. So security, there's always new products and IT, there's, you just kind of need to entertain a lot of stuff like that. But yeah, so I, I give them the benefit of the doubt, but like I said, a lot of these, so I started doing, I think Brian has suggested it, immediately when they send that message, just remove them from your yeah. your connection. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. Yeah. Just don't accept them to begin with. I mean, unless someone, Unless there's a logical business case in my brain of why I need to be connected with someone. I mean, I can't count the number of times I've gotten people from Norway. Do it, it, it seem logical, and I'm like, why the hell is someone from freaking Norway? Well, I usually I usually check the where they're located and what type of business they're in, if the business kind of makes sense. But, you know, connection, whatever. I look at it this way. They might be looking for some information I have, but... Typically, that's not the case. I get that immediate robot. Yeah. So I'm going to craft this long response that how I do <laughs> IT and how how we can help them. Oh yeah, you yeah. should. Yeah. So I'm just going to turn it around. Bot on the them. bots. Yeah. If, if you well, think they... like this, click on this link. If yeah. you think like the. Oh, also for our audience, if you just heard some weird noise, we just realized we're at the Whitewater Center near the pumping station, 
and uh, it was the pump that came on, but it sounds like interference. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, so that was you guys were looking at. Yeah. You're like well, the, is there I took my headphones me? off, and then I heard right. it. It was clear as day. It's definitely the pump. But yeah, yeah, Through yeah. the microphone, it sounds totally different. And also, if you hear the background noise, it sounds like running water. It's running water. Yeah, it's that running is running water. water. Yeah. Thank you to the pump house. Yeah, the, yeah. the toilet's <laughs> overflowing. <laughs> It kind of makes sense why this place is called the Pump House. We're in, it? we're in four yeah. stalls side by side. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Back to the LinkedIn. We all met on LinkedIn right. this morning. That guy lost his boat. Now he has to swim to the side. Oh, wow. Why wow. is he screaming Lieutenant Dan? I don't know. Lieutenant <laughs> <laughs> Dan. She ain't got no legs. Oh, my God. Just so hey, we're clear, if you're, uh, if you're in hell next week, we'll, we'll be making an appearance. Oh, his oar. His or outpaced his his. <laughs> oh kayak. yeah, and his kayak. Uh, yeah, left. that's because everything's going in a circle out there. Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah. yeah, we're we're still on air, guys. Yeah, oh, we're, <laughs> we should oh, give yeah. some context. Oh, so talking. normally we just have like each other in a wall to stand. <laughs> <Right. at. laughs> so the white water let us outside. There's like Olympic <laughs> rafting. It's, this is where folks train. So we're sitting kind of in the middle of the big white water. I guess river. Yeah. Yes. Man-made, wow. obviously, and then it goes into this big pool, and that's where we saw the guy flip over, but. Wonderful transition to start talking about the white he was, water. He was drowning. I was really trying. That's he was drowning for a minute, and then he realized he could stand up. It's <laughs> <laughs> only three feet. Now he's good. Yeah. Right, well, it's not to be messed up or conglomerated with. We should urinals. do one from the climbing wall next. We should. At like, the top only. Or, yeah, or at the top of the uh, deep water solo. Yeah. Well. We should. Go, yeah, we should definitely go to the the five eleven area and, and try not to fall into the pool with our headsets on. That'd be fun. All right. Might be a really quick episode, though, folks. Just like this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we went off. I'll be editing this whole section. Yeah. <laughs> so, though, with, with LinkedIn, now. I mean, is there anything, because I, I like LinkedIn, obviously, for business way more than any other medium that's out there. But that, oh, totally. that doesn't mean that I'm not willing to try other ones. Is there anything that's, like, not so heavy on the cold calling now because I'm seeing what you're saying too. Well, and like I said, I do. I mean, I went out and increased my connections by a couple hundred, but I wasn't asking for anything. I just trying to connect usually seconds. Like if I saw somebody that I knew I would connect with them, but mm -hmm. it's in the thought of, Hey, I'm just going to connect with them, provide content. Yeah. And that's it. And then, you know, coming up, we're going to be doing an event. So I'll be sending invites out to, to those people. But I used to do that though, just make the connection, like second connection. And it was in the, when I did it a lot, it was in like the very beginning of COVID. And it wasn't, I wasn't doing it because I was just, I was new in business and I was just, it worked. I quickly kind of tapered off of that because everybody was doing it. But I made some really good connections from it. I got at least one, like, can track it back to an exact <laughs> thing client from that. Yeah. And it, now a lot of my posts get a lot of views because, partially because of that. Well, you've been really diligent on that too. I mean, you're yeah. always on your podcast. You're always posting on your podcast. You're really and consistent. And I don't post, like, every day or anything. Right. It's very strategic. And the guy, that Kevin, he he says he gets 60% of his business from LinkedIn. Wow. And he does all his connections are through LinkedIn. And then he follows up with a phone call and just kind of develops the relationship that Who, way. Who's Kevin? Kevin Randall. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he's very successful with LinkedIn, and that's... We should we should invite him on for an episode and give Seriously. us a tutorial. I don't know what Matt and Megan's yeah. kind of take is on that. I know they do social media and stuff like that, but yeah. I don't know if you that's kind of their, their thing. <clears throat> no, they're more Facebook ads, but I know they would have an opinion on it. You know who would be... Like, we're going through 
future guests on a current episode, but Scott Hensley is really good on LinkedIn Navigator. Oh, yep. okay. Yeah, because he trained yeah. Paige on how to do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It was the, Scott, the whole if you're cigar night was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Scott, if you're listening. By the way, speaking of Matt and Megan, Matt can can hang at the uh, Tinfoil Ranch quite effectively. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Probably leave that there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for uh, longtime listeners, Matt and Megan Shields were on the episode probably five, maybe ten episodes ago at this point, going from the Rusty Bucket in South End, yeah. or South Park, rather. The Chum Bucket. <laughs> the Chum Bucket. <laughs> we had a good episode. We talked. They're from Ohio, so go back and listen to that episode. It was, it was a pretty fun one. Yeah. Um, you, when Brandon mentioned the Chum Bucket, I thought he was talking about Boardwalk Billies, because that seemed a little bit more that style. Yeah. <laughs> we did a lot of water. Had a bucket in there. <laughs> Oh. That was you were on the phone for that one, Russell. I, I remember. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> thanks for. I'm not that old, Jack. But I, so. I'm not even sure what that means. Okay. Yeah. It means we're about to wrap Plus up. Plus five. Yeah. <laughs> so LinkedIn, be friendly if you're on it. I think if we're gonna yeah. do one bullet point. Don't, don't be a tool. Yeah. Don't yeah. be a dick. <laughs> yeah. Just be honest. Yeah. If you're trying to reach out to someone. Just be honest about it. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't pretend like you're there for to be their best friend. Just be like, hey, you know, trying right. to get. More business. You might just be, be interested in a one-message stand and, yeah. and just be honest yeah. about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Setting expectations. Yeah. There you go. That way you don't get ghosted so fast. Mike, that's really good <laughs> IT information out of it. You might. Yeah. That's true. But I guess that, yeah, that was it. Thank you to the Whitewater Center. We got a little distracted. There's a lot of scenery. We'll have much more on the Whitewater Center soon. But thanks, everybody, for listening, and we will talk to you all soon. Don't worry. It'll all sound magical after editing. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a perfect day, I would have it start this way. Open up the fridge and have a tall boy. Yeah. Then I'd meet up with my friends.